and then they saw me in a bra, and that was exactly. it. Merhaba. Hi everyone. This is Canan from Turkey and you're listening to Single Podcast Theory with Brad Lyons and Brad Blazek. What's going on, Pearl Jam nerds? You're listening to Single Podcast Theory. I'm Brad Lyons. <laughs> and I'm Brad Blazek. What's up? Hey, man. This is one How of the uh, latest nights we've had as yeah. far as recording. Yeah. It's kind of... I feel like I got my tired smoky voice on yeah hey <laughs> hey pearl jam nerds what's going on pearl jam nerds it's a quiet storm with brad and brad <laughs> i should get into vo that's <laughs> some thunder for you <laughs> you should get what i should i should do some vo work yeah oh yeah just get real tired and walk into the studio and read <laughs> read copy for Smoke people. A cigarette. <laughs> oh man! All right. So how you feeling? How Still, am I feeling? Oh you man! Sound better. Oh yeah. I, hopefully, I sound a lot better. Um, I feel a thousand times better than I did last week. I felt yeah, so bad great. for everyone having to listen. <laughs> you have no idea how many of the sniffles I I took out. <laughs> And there was still like a thousand in there. So yeah, my apologies. Susan was, I was listening and Susan came in. She's like, oh my God, Brad sounds so pitiful. <laughs> I was, man. <laughs> I don't get pitiful too often when I'm sick, but that day it was just like, man, fuck this. Sucks. <laughs> so um, how, how was your week? Uh, it's all right. Yeah. You yeah, had a long day today, are... man. Yeah, today was crazy. Did you say you had a delivery yeah. that was 90 miles one way? <laughs> 90 minutes. 90 minutes. 90 miles would have been awesome. Uh, about about an hour and a half one way. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, did you listen to some riot act? I did. <laughs> In the car? I did. <laughs> yeah, I did. the truck? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. So this is episode 44. We're finally getting to riot act. Uh, yeah, the, the people demand it. Yeah, man. We have actually had quite a few people <laughs> ask for it, so that's cool. Um, oh, what was I about to say? I don't remember now. I'm the worst. Long week? Uh, it was a good Bar- week. Yeah, it was a long week, but it was a good week. Yeah, hey, man. It's long day. A uh, long weekend this weekend. Wow, for some people. Well, for me it is. For For the artist types. Oh, please. Oh, please. <laughs> Some people have to work. Uh, I'm not going to respond to that. <laughs> do you? What do you have? Do you have Sunday and Monday off? Yes. Okay, cool. You're normal. But yeah, that's my normal days, days off. off anyway. Yeah. Um. So. All right. Going well, out to the lake tomorrow. Oh, that's right, dude. Where? where <laughs> whose lake are you going to? Uh. What I'm just mean? glad you didn't call it the beach. The, the, the Earth's lake? <laughs> Whose lake? <laughs> well, I mean, do you have a boat? Is there just like a public uh, like dock that you're going to? Or are you just... Uh, 
What, yeah, what, what do you mean when nephew, you say you're going to the my, lake? <laughs> my nephew's got a boat, so he's coming with a bunch of his friends, and he needs. I think he needs an adult to drive the boat because everyone's going to be partying. Oh, gotcha. So he asked me. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. You party <laughs> so hard. Oh, I know, dude. I do. <laughs> I'm really nervous I, about the Chicago trip. You're just going to oh. be off the fucking rails, dude. <laughs> yeah, man. You know what they say about like when you get drunk, it just like amplifies your your assholery. So you some people get ready. See, I was the opposite. I was a fucking teddy bear, but that didn't really yeah, work no. out for me. I'm I'm fine. I uncovered, <laughs> I'm good. I un I uncovered some pictures from my partying youth. Oh really? I should send them to you. They're so please so, do. Oh my god, how old were you? <laughs> oh, like uh, God, I had it be nineteen. Oh, a nineteen-year-old Brad B. <laughs> it's so. Oh my it, god, just, just the sexual gravitas <laughs> you must have been throwing around. <laughs> Woo! It's bad. Oh, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Man, nineteen-year-old Brad B. Would we, if we had was, met when you were nineteen, would we be friends? I yeah, I think so. You think so? Why not? I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, you think back, like, you know, people I was friends with at certain points in my in my life, especially in those years, like early twenties, you know, late teens. I would never be friends with some of those people now. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just how people change, or or right. you change. You know. No, I th- I think I'm pretty much the same. I believe that. I probably actually. would be intimidated by you. That's weird. <laughs> I'm super intimidating. <laughs> Not like you're gonna beat me up, but just like, I don't know. You're like a you're like a cool guy. You're like a cool musician guy. Oh. Okay. So I would have. I w- <laughs> I like that part of you. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> not, um, all right, so let's do it's, this, man. Yeah, can you tell it's late? Yeah, I know. This is terrible. Um, all right, let's let's do our email thing with Pearl Jam story time. Good evening. This is uh, Storytellers. We are here to tell stories. We just have friends up here that are listening to stories. Have I got a little story for you? This is the true story. All right. All right, we got Maria that wrote in. God, when was this yes. from? How far? Uh, uh, I think April, April 11th. Yeah. yeah. Go for it. Um, do you do you have her email right in front of you? I do. Okay. Well, that whatever. All right. Hi, Brad. Hello, Brad. <laughs> I don't know who's who. It doesn't matter. I'm the high. Yeah. Brad. Okay. Yeah, man. Oh, I didn't mean like because you like to get high. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so high right now. <laughs> uh, I've been a listener since February and am slowly catching up to all the episodes. Thanks for keeping me company while I make dinner. I just finished the Pearl Jam 20 episode while making eggplant moussaka. Yeah, dude. Is that what is that? I don't even know what that is. Do you? I think it's a. I'm pretty sure it's an Indian dish. Mm. I could be wrong though. I love eggplant, so I probably do you really? On some, yeah. Oh, I, I thought you wouldn't. 
Why? Because it's Cause a I'm vegetable. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because <laughs> it's a plant. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's not fried. I mean, I like if it's if it's fried and like got cheese on it. <laughs> exactly. And you okay, can't cool. you can't really no, tell you right. can't really tell You're what not it even is. Tasting the eggplant. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, something. Uh, something one of you guys said um, resonated with me. Uh, I completely understand the bit of sadness felt with watching young, green, bright, and bushy-tailed Ed of the early interviews morph into angsty Eddie that most people, i.e. non-Pearl Jam fanatics, think of when they think of Pearl Jam at all. But I'll add to this that he... that mm, now he seems to have happily settled into his place of celebrity hanging out with movie stars performing at the oscars and even more shocking to me playing corporate gigs for oracle and citibank i don't mean for that to come across as snarky as it may sound i know that doing a citibank show can allow him to play a tiny venue again but do you know what i mean it's just weird to me it is i was thinking about this today we've, we've talked about this but like just their their ticket prices are so high right you know yeah but and it's strange uh but i mean i i don't care though i mean it's it's a business you know and they put a lot of they put a lot of money back into the community and and uh what do you call that stuff philanthropy yeah there you go um as a fan since almost the beginning 1992 for me it's pretty neat to follow the growth of a person professionally and in some glimpses personally it seems like eddie has struck a good balance of living the good life while still being a good generous person i guess that this applies to the whole band yep that's what i was trying to say and she said a lot better um eddie is pretty much my hero i really admire how he has conducted his career with such integrity and has been a champion of so many causes using his privilege to help less fortunate people and call attention to human and environmental issues i adore that he's a feminist again this applies to the whole band but the one thing eddie has done for me and countless others is how he can paint a picture of the human experience with his lyrics i recently lost a friend and light years and long road have helped me immensely in my grief so here's the story of when i met my hero back in 2011 eddie played two solo shows in oakland california after the show of the first night my friend suggested that we wait outside the venue for him to come out fuck it sure why not Let's hang out in a dark alley in Oakland. <laughs> <laughs> that was me in Memphis. Memphis 2013 God. at 1 in the morning. Oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so we waited in the line of 25 patient fans. After about an hour, his security guard came out and said, no, no autographs, no pictures. For a slight second, I was bummed, but then I realized that meant I wouldn't fuck up a moment I've waited most of my life for by fumbling with a phone to get a picture that would probably end up lost or deleted anyway. My heart pounded as I watched him listen to each fan while shaking their hand, and my mind flooded with about a billion things I wanted to tell him. I wanted to thank him for writing music that got me through life. Side note, I did not want this to end up like the time I met Marilyn Manson when I was 16. Quote, you rock. You really do. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, I feel you on that one, Maria. I'm oh, yeah. cringing with yeah, you. I've, yeah, 
I've had those moments. Um, he approached, not much taller than me, and shook my hand. I, I enclosed both of my hands around his surprisingly very soft hands, looked into his blue eyes that seemed to glow in the dark, and I said, You mean so much to me. He blinked and quietly responded, Whoa. I let go, ran a few feet away, and sobbed. Fuck. I lost my cool. But I told him. That's all that mattered. I kind of got a little choked up reading that. Yeah, that's <laughs> you pretty know? cool. Like, I would do the same thing. Um, on the night of the second show, I had to wait and connect with him again. During the second show, he told a story about the Bridge School benefit in 2010, which I attended. A little backstory about Bridge School 2010. At that show, everyone was glued to their phones because the Giants were in the playoffs or some big sports ball event. Uh, the win would have meant they would go to the World Series. So you can imagine the energy of the show that night. In addition to Pearl Jam, Billy Idol played that, that year. During a random moment in his set, the entire crowd erupted in a massive cheer because the Giants won. And Billy, bless his heart, thought the applause was for him and started to cheer for himself. <laughs> oh, Fast, <God>. forward. <laughs> yeah. Fast forward a year later to the second night of Eddie's solo show. And he's telling this story with the same observation that I had. Uh, quote, I think he thought all the applause was for him, unquote. So after the show, I waited outside again for another hour for him to come out. And when he did, I said, hey, Eddie, I'm so glad you told that Billy Idol giant story. I wondered the same thing. And I began mimicking the jumping cheer Billy Idol did. And Eddie started to crack up and held his hand to his belly. Then he said with a laugh, yeah, he was grabbing his crotch. <laughs> Uh, while pretending to grab his, his own crotch. So there you have it. I may have freaked out my idol one night, but was able to have a laugh with him the next. Um, thanks for letting me share this story with you guys. There were a few years when I kind of placed Pearl Jam on the back burner. It's fun to have this virtual community online of Pearl Jam nerds. This podcast has helped me reignite my passion for this band to the point where I'm constantly talking about the random memories and factoids to my boyfriend. Uh, yeah, whatever, Dave. All you talk about is the Warriors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. Um, one last thing before I send this. I had two wishes for 2018. For Pearl Jam to tour again and to, and to finally visit Chicago. I got both of my wishes. The last time I saw a proper full, full Pearl Jam show was in 2013. So I am stoked. Um, and she she created a Spotify list like to get people ready for for Wrigley. So hell yeah, man! I'm gonna try and share that. Um, I, I'll probably on Facebook and Instagrams and all that. Um, she said, "That's it. Keep it up, guys. Thanks." Sweet. Thanks for uh, that email. Yeah, Maria. Thank you. Boom. That's I uh, man. I wish I could meet Eddie. I know like everyone does, you know, but just reading stuff like this i'm like oh please some someday that'd be cool <laughs> so man. i can so i can run away sobbing into your arms <laughs> brad hold me brad lions uh, <laughs> just come here buddy come here yeah. pat you on the head as you tear and snot into my yeah. shoulder i'm sorry about dissident eddie <laughs> <laughs> what if that happened what if, what if you oh. actually met him and I mean, this is so outlandish, but right. he had heard some of the podcast and he was like, Oh God, I personally think this is a great song, Brad B. 
right. and then just walked away from you. <laughs> yes, that's probably what will happen. It'll be like the greatest but worst moment of my life. Yeah, I that because like I've met like musicians before that I really admire Mm -hmm. and I'm always like scared to death that I'm going to say something to, I don't know, just upset them like not on purpose, but they take it the wrong way and they're like, fuck you dude. And they get on the bus and I'm like, no, (laughs) (laughs) they're looking out the bus window that you can't see. It's like the one way. And you're yeah. just standing there, like, but they right. can't hear you, but they, they can tell that you're yeah. screaming your head <laughs> yeah. off. You're red in the yeah. face and sweaty, and your arms Crying. are just flailing in the air. Yeah. Yeah. And that's his and last and other only fans, memory. Of you. All the other fans know I'm like the asshole, so mm. I'm like a pariah. Mm. You <sighs> fucked it up. I fucked it up, man. Oh, God. Hey, hold on a second. I just heard a word, weird noise in my cans. I want to make sure nothing's going on. Okay. Right. Yeah. Uh-oh, weird noises are not good. Brad Lyons is so on edge right now because it took us like half an hour to get connected. Like, I couldn't hear him at all. So we finally figured it out, and he's all, like, on edge because he thinks it's not okay. recording. Are you giving good? a play-by-play here? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was okay. giving a little... I was practicing my solo episode. Okay, cool. It was It was terrible. <laughs> Just practice, buddy. Just practice. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, cool. So next up, we've got Matt Massey. He says, hey, guys, I've been meaning to write in for the last couple of weeks, but life happens, so I haven't had a chance. I've only heard Jeff's single so far, but I do dig it. I totally agree with Brad B. that it sounds like a song you'd hear in a record store, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. The female backing vocal on it is from Angel Olsen. She's pretty awesome. Sing, uh, she's a pretty awesome indie singer songwriter. That's a little more rocking than most. I still find it hard to believe that Chris Cornell is gone. He seemed like he had it completely together, but I guess you never know. I remember that I was up early before work and about to go for a run when I read about him passing on Twitter. I was and still am shocked. I live in the metro Detroit area, so that made it even more surreal, as that's where Soundgarden would ultimately play their last show. I made a mix of some Soundgarden, Audio Slave, and Chris Cornell songs for my run and went off. I never saw Soundgarden live, but I'm so glad that I got to see Chris at PJ20. Him singing Stardog Champion was a true highlight, and I'm not even that big into Mother Love Bone. That dude's voice was amazing, and he seemed like a genuinely good guy. Some of my favorites from Chris's career are Seasons, Fell on Black Days, and my all-time favorite Soundgarden song, Burden in My Hand, which that's the Isle of fucking love that song, too. We should have mentioned that, or I should have. Do you like that song? Which one? I, it's on... I had a uh, drop oh, off for a second. What's that? I had a drop off for a second. Oh, you did? Did you disappear? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. We're all, fr- we're all freaking out. Uh, I was letting you practice your solo show. Yeah, right. You all good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, it's yeah. on um, uh, Down on the Upside. Which song? Uh, Burden in My Hand. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Great song. Um, all right, cool. Uh, on to a lighter note, the <laughs> single soundtrack. I hadn't heard it until I had both 10 and verses, and I remember State and Breath just blowing me blowing me away. They still do. How could two songs that are this good be reserved for a soundtrack? 
these would have been lead album singles for any other band. Like others already emailed in songs like Wood, Nearly Lost You, Drown, are all fantastic. Though I already liked the hits by Hendrix, May This Be Love really motivated me to dig into his albums track by track. Seasons showed me another side of Chris Cornell. And while I agree, uh, Andy's voice... Wait, what is that? And while... Is that supposed to be I agree? Yeah, and Andy's voice usually isn't my cup of tea. Crown of Thorns is an all-time great song. And the bonus disc that came out a little while ago has some great alternate versions and instrumentals. Anyone who hasn't seen the movie should check it out. It's a great movie on its own, but adding uh, but adding all of the band cameos is so funny. My favorite cameo scene, besides the PJ scenes, <laughs> he puts uh, the Jeff part, which is so... Such bad acting. <laughs> Poor Jeff. Hey, Cliff, well, we're young. <laughs> that uh, always sticks out of my mind. Uh, and when Cliff installs new speakers in Janet's car and turns up the volume until the windows shatter. I love in that scene how Chris is just standing next to him jamming out to the music. All-time great soundtrack. Uh, he said he, he was going to put his top ten so- songs in, but he's not ready for that. <laughs> I'm not ready. I uh, like that. But he does say his top four never really changes. Number four for him is Indifference. Number three is Corduroy. Number two is Immortality. And at the top of the list for Matt is State of Love and Trust. He says, keep it up, guys. As always, great job. And then P.S. Totally need a Yield episode and a Mirrorball episode. Mm. 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 <laughs> um, thanks for the thanks for the email, man. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks, Matt. Um, I just before we go on real quick because he mentioned uh, Jeff's new album. Uh, Gene Young on Facebook, he called me out. And oh, really? He he was correct. I fucked up, and I. I did listen to the new album, right? Yeah. But oh, that's when we right. were when we <laughs> when we were recording last week, oh, God. I mistakenly pulled up his his uh, solo album from 2012. So right. I was talking about like Ulcers of the Apocalypse and Give It a Name, and those are those are not on <laughs> the wrong Heaven Hell, right? You know, right. So That's uh, I just wanted to mention that. But somebody else on Twitter, um, did you see that someone else was like, Brad B was right about the vinyl. It does look terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you sent me those like, pictures. It does look yeah. pretty terrible. What, am, I, am I wrong? <laughs> no, it's kind of weird. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean. It's kind of gross sorry. looking. Yeah. But go buy it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, All right. Well, our next email is from Jeff Gray. And he says, It dawned on me that the whole podcast is best defined by the section starting with Johnny Cash from last week's episode. Johnny Cash covers, especially Rusty Cage and Hurt, were amazing. Columbo was amazing. And I still remember that Johnny Cash episode. Lost was amazing, and but ended in flaming garbage. The fact that I can agree and disagree with comments from both of you in such rapid-fire succession and that none of it was Pearl Jam is why I love this podcast. Feel better, Brad L. Thanks for all you guys do, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah, Jeff. Appreciate that, man. We, he, um, Me and him were going back and forth 
on on uh, the, the the Gmail about Lost. Oh yeah, because I was I, I, I you like know, the ending. I'm one of the few people that likes the ending. No, I did too. But but I you know it's kind of hard. Like, did he mean the final episode? The 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 end of the final episode or did he mean like the last two seasons of how it ended you know what i mean so i I was curious what he meant and we were kind of going back and forth and we pretty much agreed like um for me like the whole the sideways stuff where they're like in purgatory half of every episode and you don't know what the fuck is going on (laughs) right i hated that shit oh and See, he I hit it on it. the head. He was like, they didn't want, it's like they didn't want you to know what was going on. Like, the flashbacks obviously are flashbacks. And then the flash forwards, like, once you figure it out that these are, like, happening in the future, it's like, oh, this is, this is crazy. This is awesome. But that sideways shit, like, didn't make sense until the fucking end of the season. And I'm like, it was all confusing and frustrating. But yeah, but that, I love that was that the show. payoff, though, right? Realizing no, no. that all this stuff was no, no, okay. it, no, it didn't, no, it didn't work for me all or right. Jeff. I get it. I just, yeah, <laughs> I'm still watching it. I'm still in season one, but I fucking yeah, I love it. I love that show. I, uh, I mean, I love, I love, I love the finale, and I love the end. I just didn't like that sideways shit. I do. I should say though, like. Watching it again, knowing right. that that what's going on, it it is a lot more enjoyable. But man, that first first watching it live every week, yeah. like what is going on? Getting on the message and none of the shits makes, yeah, and like none of it makes sense. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> I miss. You know, Kevin Smith had a, a message board he took down a couple years ago, but those people on there were. That was the best message board to go on to, like, the Lost Threads. Yeah. Because those people were, like, genius with the theories and shit well, and that they would come up insane. with. Some well, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I miss... That's I miss what you get on the message boards, the, my friend. Yeah. I miss that old whiteboard. <laughs> All right. Uh, enough of <laughs> yeah, our well, lo- we, Lost yeah, podcast. Who you got next? Uh, we got Kate Cotton. Kate Cotton. Hi, fellas. I've been meaning to send you my dream set list since you did the episode, but wanted to revisit one I made a few months ago to see if I needed to make any changes. It's taken me a while to have a second to do that. And now that I finally do, I just looked it over again and barely changed a thing. Lol. There's something to be said for first instincts. I agree with that. Uh, the set list I made is, I think, very reflective of someone who hasn't seen Pearl Jam before. I know I saw them two years ago, but I barely count that because uh, I, I wasn't a lunatic fan quite yet. And Beer Through Straws <laughs> made the night a bit fuzzy. Beer Through Straws. What is wrong with you, Kate? Uh, she's a New York hipster. Uh, is she? I don't think she is. I mean, she's from New York. But... Oh, she's from New York. That's, oh! That's dirt. <laughs> Oh. They're all hip. They're all. <laughs> hey, go get me a beer. Oh, that's the only thing I can do. Uh, she says this set list is 100% certified unrealistic. There are way too many songs on it, and it doesn't exactly follow their typical patterns the whole way through. But that's what uh, the point of a dream set list is. Uh, if it's not exactly what you want. 
or what is the point if it's not exactly what you want? Also, I could probably make a whole other set list for all the songs that didn't make the cut for this one. It kills me that I had to cut some of my favorites, like Indifference and Nothing Man. Uh, let's see here. I also didn't really consider many B-sides and covers. I'm mo- mostly stuck to just the studio album stuff I need to see. <laughs> anyway, shut up already, Kate. That was her saying that, not me. <laughs> here it is. Uh, so I'm not going to read all of it because it is a long set list. But, um, yeah, she she really was like, fuck it. Like, yeah, the first, I'm going the for it. Because yeah. other than opening with sometimes, so she got sometimes is the opener, which is fucking badass. And then once song number two happens, which is go, it's like balls out and right. for like yeah. 10 songs. It's yeah. like, Annabelle, Not For You, Last Exit, Mind Your Manners, Save You, Lightning Bolt, Hail, Hail. Um, and she says, just like Kate Cotton, there is no chill in my dream set list <laughs> intro. And then uh, Red Mosquito, and then she set, uh, calms it down with Love Boat Captain, which I'm so fucking stoked that song. Major list. Um, bunch of... Uh, actually, some of these look exactly like our list. But then she's got some cool encores. I was just going to read through yeah. real quick. Encore one is Long Road, I Got Id, Footsteps, State of Love and Trust, Do the Evolution, Blood, Corduroy, and Better Man. Jesus. That's yeah. pretty Long badass. Road, Long Road, I Got Id, and Footsteps. Yeah, my, I'm just Woo. My heart would explode. And, like, the tears. I would just be, like... Uh, dried up from so many tears coming out of my face after those three songs. <laughs> yeah, man. And then Encore 2 is Brain of Jay into Tremor Christ, into Oceans, into Release, into Alive, into fucking Ledbetter. Woo! Yeah. Man. I love it. Um, she does say top three covers I'd want to see are Baba, Love Rain Over Me, and Rocket of the Free World. Um... She says she wanted to kind of pose a question. One more thing I've been meaning to bring up to you guys. I was talking with my brother at Easter, and he was telling me about something he heard on the radio a few days prior. The host was talking about the most influential music from the 90s, and he broke them up into two tiers of influence. Uh, Tier 1, Pearl Jam, Alice in Chains, and Nirvana. Tier 2, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Smashing Pumpkins, and Green Day. Uh, she was basically kind of asking, like, as two people that were younger, you know, in our teenage years or whatever, when all this stuff kind of broke out, um, do we see it differently than that? Um, and then says, do you think any kind of generalization when it comes to music is a load of bullshit? What, what do you think, Brad? How do you approach that? I- I mean, I think I'd need some more information, but if 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 her brother is saying that, like, yeah, is this a hierarchy tier, or is it just like these three kind of belong together and these three belong together? Yeah, because that's what I would want to know. I don't know, dude. In the, in the in the like heyday, you know, ninety one to ninety seven, mm-hmm. like you could have all those bands as tier one. Yeah, I mean. Green Day and Pumpkins and Chili Peppers were as huge as Pearl Jam, Alice in Chains, and Nirvana. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. But if you, I don't know, as far as like influencing other bands, I mean, I don't know if I'd put Green Day in there. Like they influenced a lot of like the pop punk stuff and like new punk. Yeah, that was a lot of shit. But. That's a lot of bands though. 
Yeah, but none of them really stuck. No, that's true. But I mean, you know, neither did Creed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but there, yeah, yeah, but Creed's not in here. No, I'm saying like, oh, you're Creed would be the yeah the the spawn of like the Pearl Jam, Alice in Chains thing. Yeah, just bring your brother to Chicago, Kate, because we need more information. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll straighten them out. I think sometimes people make the mistake of when people say '90s, they just automatically go to grunge, which you know is not necessarily it's not the case. Like Red Hot Chili Peppers aren't grunge. Um, Green right. Day is not grunge. Yeah. Um, I don't Smashing Pumpkins. I wouldn't even call that grunge. Right. But well, I mean they're like alternative rock. Right. I would definitely say I alternative, guess. but But all six of these bands at one time were as huge as each other. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't know how you if you're going to split them up into tier 1 and 2, I don't know how you I, I don't know what tier 2 means because I mean Chili Peppers were huge. Huge. I mean gigantic. Yeah. I, lo- so. I wore those records out, man. Mother's Milk and Blood Sugar. Eh, I mean, I liked them, but I didn't love them. But I'm saying in in You were too busy general, listening to Corn, the, right? Yeah, exactly. I do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that you and Clint now, like, <laughs> think I could do a corn podcast like i'm so into corn i mean i simply said i like the first few albums that's it that's all i said and now they're like my favorite band i'm not letting you backpedal breath (laughs) you said they were your favorite band you're gonna put that email out that i sent you i'm gonna i'm gonna like purposely do a really (laughs) shitty job of finding a way to cut like where you said the word corn Yeah, yeah, you say the word yeah. corn, oh, and then you know my favorite song is what? <laughs> and then you'll just cut in like blind uh, by corn. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> it would be it'll be my voice imitating your voice. <laughs> uh, I do like. I don't know if you have it in front of you, but she says, "Listen to your Brad B. You don't get to give me. You don't get." to give me a hard time about anything anymore now that I know you don't like Black Hole Sun. Oh, what? Yeah. I just don't... Are you a Martian? <laughs> That's my favorite line. Are you a Martian? <laughs> oh, so while we're on the topic, uh, real quick, because yeah. okay. we'll continue uh, the um, referring to the Brad, Clint Wells, and Brad B. text thread. <laughs> just randomly on Thursday, we get a text from Clint that says... Blazik, I don't like Black Hole Sun, Lions, and the entire planet. How is this possible? Blazik, I'm a metal guy. Lions and the entire planet. The sound of wind in space. An alien mark makes a fart noise. Blazik shrugs, puts on a 311 record. <laughs> oh, God, I love it. Yeah. Um, all right, let's... <laughs> We only got a couple left here, so We're moving uh, on. Yeah, let's move on. Thanks again, Kate. Yeah, thank you, Kate. I am a Martian. Uh, Tim. Hey, BB, BL. 
BBBL. Yeah, man. Real quick email. Thought I'd start giving Riot Act some attention, given that it might come up one of these days on Single Podcast Theory. Well, here you are. Hmm, yeah. <laughs> it's always been towards the bottom of my list. Maybe tarnished by Bush Leaguer. And it's probably the most neglected from my listening perspective. But, fuck me. You are is absolutely amazing. I can't believe I'm just finding out uh, finding this out now after 15 and a half years. I'm such a dumbass. I could have been loving this song all this time. I remember it was number four on Brad B's list, and I remember thinking that was a bit odd, but not now. I totally get it. Despite newfound appreciation for the album as a whole, even though a couple of tracks on the second half still seem a bit of a grind. Thanks again. Without single podcast theory, who knows what when I uh, I would have figured this out. Cheers. Yeah. That's what we're here uh, for, man, to lead you down dude, the valley. You are is amazing. It is. I mean, we'll get into it here in a little bit. Yeah. Man, I On, love that song. I think that song has come up in many a podcast episode. Yeah. Between oh, the yeah. two of us, you know. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, all right, cool. Thanks again, Tim. Next up, we got our friend Clay. He says, Bradsters, when did he give you a shout-out? What did you say? Shit. I know. I love the (laughs) sign-off. I wanted to give you a shout-out about the last couple of episodes. The tribute to Cornell was awesome. I'm glad you both chose to keep it light and more of a celebration of greatness. Hearing you guys pick your favorite tracks got me thinking about doing my own. As I started driving through uh, Chris's huge catalog, it occurred to me that most of my favorites came from one great album, Down on the Upside. That is a kick-ass album. Mm-hmm. Uh, look at just how strong the singles are. Pretty Noose, Burden in My Hand, Blow Up the Outside World, Ty Cobb, Rhinosaur. Thinking on it further, I came to realize that 1996 was an awesome year for albums. These CDs saw plenty of spin time in my Pioneer six-disc changer. Uh, Down on the Upside, Nirvana, uh, Live on the Muddy Banks of Wishka album, R.E.M., New Adventures in Hi-Fi, Stone Temple Pilots, Tiny Music, that's a kick-ass record, and of course, The Great No Code. The singles episode is also very fun. The album is solid front to back and really does showcase many of the era's best tracks. Most importantly, your banter back and forth is getting so clever and humorous, it leaves you with a great feeling for the rest of the day after a listen. I'm sure I speak for many a listener when I say, it really feels like we're all getting to know you like long-lost old friends. Thank you for that, and please don't change any of the quote-unquote real people moments like barking dogs or stuffy noses for the sake of production. (laughs) Oh, we won't. Um, as one of the many listeners heading to Chicago to see the shows this summer, uh, I have two uh, night two tickets and already in trying to get or trying hard to get night one. I would like to suggest you guys host a SPT meet and greet on the Sunday between shows. It would be great a uh, great way to pass the time between shows, but also make sense for people uh, only able to attend one of the two nights. I think the rooftop of Murphy's would be a great place to host. Use all of your PJ Insider connections to make this happen. <laughs> Lol. Dude, that that would be awesome. Gone. I doubt that, that could happen, fun. but that would be yeah. fucking awesome. Uh, but <laughs> Come we on, are dude. Gonna... All, all our all our Pearl Jam Insider connections, yeah. we can make that happen. Oh, we'll do it. Um, <laughs> all none of them. Right. No, but we will find a place to... Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're definitely. Hopefully multiple opportunities to hang out and yeah. get be, get people together and meet. So... 
Um, it says, until next time, in the words of Cliff, this negative negativity just makes me stronger. We will not retreat. This podcast is unstoppable. And then, yeah, she <laughs> Clay Davis. <laughs> oh, thanks, dude. Appreciate yeah, it, man. man. Yeah, man. We're all gonna. We got to start. That's that's the thing. Is I keep thinking about Chicago, and I'm like, oh, we got time. But that's like right yeah. around the corner, man. <laughs> I know. Oh my god. I oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks again, Clay. We got one more, right? One more, John Ferrar. Jay Ferrar. B Rad One Plus Two. Salutations. Uh, I need to pick up the new Ament record. Safe in the car sounds like it could have been on lightning bolt. The riff sounds like a chunky infallible. It has that dirty, let the records play feel to it. I, f- uh, I feel like Soundgarden gets overlooked or taken for granted as the heavy grunge band. They had a really interesting career. We know what Chris and Matt can do. Kim, Kim could do anything on guitar, and Ben Shepard is a really underrated bassist. Uh, dude, he's right. Like, Soundgarden... I don't know, just off the top of my head, like, they really kind of had uh, different sounds throughout their whole career. Absolutely, you know? yeah. Uh, because they, I don't want to say they got, like, commercial, but they definitely, some of those those first albums sound so different than, like, you know, down on the upside. Right. <clears throat> anyway, uh, have you guys thought about having any other guests on the show i noticed you haven't done a riot act episode uh always looking minnesota john hell yeah (laughs) um i mean me and you haven't talked about this in a while but yeah dude we i think we need to start looking into figuring out how to have people on the show yeah absolutely you know i just don't know if the technology there's there's always a way brad yeah. Oh, yeah. Figure it out. I know. I just want sound, sound. Oh, right. sure. But yeah. You know, yeah I mean, yeah. <laughs> For the whole episode. <laughs> right. Okay. Cool. Got it. Yeah. All right. Is that it for the emails? I think that's it for emails. We done did yeah. it. Thanks. I say, yeah, we did. Thanks, everyone. Um, if you would like to email us, you can uh, find us at singlepodcasttheory at gmail Hit us up on all the socials, um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, we're on YouTube. And, yeah, if you'd like to support the show, um, we'll be talking more about this in the next couple weeks um, as we get closer to uh, Chicago, like we were just talking about. But uh, Patreon is a great way to support the show. It's really easy. You can go to patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Slash single podcast theory to find out about all of our shit and, you know, stickers and different tiers and all that kind of stuff. So um, check it out if you're interested. My wife loves the new marble floors in the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I know, man. It's gorgeous. (laughs) I just bought a new place in the Hamptons and, uh, you know, it's fine. It's fine. Mm. You know, it's a... it's a fixer. The pool is yeah. a piece you of know, shit. You know, Chicago, we can upper. stay. We can stay in my. Uh, you my got a Sears flat. Tower, my Sears Tower condo. Okay, cool. I'm down so with that. I haven't. I haven't thought about that place. Can we just camp out on the tower or on the roof of the Sears Tower? <laughs> yes. Yeah. We'll just do that. 
Oh, in the in the the skybox thing. We'll have our own little. Yeah. Are you like? How are you with heights? Are you afraid I'm of heights? Terrified. Really? Oh my god. You know, on the it. side of the Sears Tower, they have one of those like acrylic boxes where you can go stand. Oh, I've done it. Like, uh, oh, have you? Oh yeah. Were you freaked out? Oh yeah. About <laughs> shit my pants. <laughs> like you at the end of the last episode. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. God. Speaking of, yeah, we got we got some good. If people didn't listen to through the end of last week's episode, there was some fun, fun little tricky, tricky hidden, hidden bloopers that you threw it. Yeah, yeah, Easter eggs. So we got December Hotel commented. Oh, that's that right. He loved that. He loved that. <laughs> Clint said something about it, and just uh, I don't know, a couple people. Yeah, really? every once in a while. I we, loved it. I have... didn't know it was going to be on there, so I was like, "This is this is awesome." <laughs> God, I was I'm laughing. glad you thought that. My wife was like, "Is that you?" <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, you dirty son of a bitch! Uh, all right, well, you want to move into the riot act? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it, man. Uh, where was this on your list when we did our top tens? Oh God, it had to be nine or ten. Yeah, that's what I thought. I don't know. I think it was like number seven on mine. Um, I'm pretty sure yeah, it was. Can I? I'll tell you this. After listening to it the mm-hmm. last few days, it's definitely number ten. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, dude. You know, we've been doing this for six months, and we've kind of both of us had this thing about, like, you know, I haven't listened to Lightning Bolt in a long time, but listening to it for the last couple of weeks for the show like it's really good i really enjoy it i did not have that same reaction this week interesting <laughs> listening listening yeah so without i mean is there anything generally you can say before we get into the track by track about- I, I read a, a great well kind of a snarky review but he used one word that were that was like yes that's that's what i don't like about this album and the guy said that each song meanders like to insipid heights. Yeah. Now that part I was like, fuck you, dude. But like meander, like, yeah, this album fucking meanders. It's there's not like a through line of one type of song or you know what I mean? That's very true. Yeah. And that's yeah. That was like my overall review. It's funny, I, I don't remember where it is, but in my notes somewhere I wrote something kind of similar like along those lines about the meandry yeah. type thing. But mm-hmm. um, I like this record. It it's I've always had a complicated relationship with this record because I'm either like in the mood to listen to Riot Act or really not in the mood to listen to Riot Act. Yeah. Know? Yeah, it's... I mean, you it, it, said it's complicated. Like... I, that's like we've said from the beginning like anytime we do like a our favorite songs list or favorite singles or whatever like or or ranking the albums i like 99 percent of pearl jam's stuff sure so it's kind of like i feel like i need to uh like apologize before we get into this <laughs> because <laughs> I, oh, man. I'm going to say stuff that I know people are going to be like upset. Like, how dare he say that song? Well, that's nothing like. new, Brad. Well, that, 
I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I mean, just <clears throat> I don't know. I don't. He, I don't know if you know me well enough yet to realize like I I'm like super self conscious. I don't want people to be like mad at me mm. because I don't like certain songs. No, because, I understand that. Yeah, like uh, you listen to like uh, Clint. He's super hardcore on what he likes and doesn't like and he does not give a fuck <laughs> right you know what i mean yeah yeah and i i'm like that internally but i don't want to say like oh, oh I, I know song. <laughs> i know <laughs> so just you know don't let just hopefully, let it fly man just hopefully like two things like i hope there's not someone out there that this is their first single podcast theory episode on top you're gonna, of like you're, because because they're like oh they're doing riot act my favorite fucking pearl jam album i'm gonna check these dudes out and then here's brad b shitting all over riot act <laughs> is this guy really a pearl jam fan <laughs> yeah. i don't hate i don't hate riot act i love no, I every know. album sure. they put out but it's it's if we're gonna rank them this is this pretty is, low for you. Yeah, yeah. It's it's confirmed number ten after listening to it like a bunch the last week or so. All right. Well, let's so, uh, let's, let's get into it. You know, run through <laughs> some, some. Let's get facts into this piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> this turd of a record. Uh, you want to do some facts? You want me to? What's uh, what's up? How about just we'll just bounce off each other. Okay, I'll start with a a little release date, November 12th, 2002, uh, recorded in February and May, uh, I think it's February and May, 02. April. Oh, April, April. I'm sorry, you're right. Um, We're bouncing. Yeah, Adam Casper (laughs) was at the helm as the producer this time. He's he's been their engineer a few different times on a few different records. Um, Let's see here. It went gold. It was mixed by Brendan O'Brien, though. And it was Boom's first record, which is pretty cool. What else you got? Um, it was dedicated to three bassists who passed away, um, I guess, that year or around the time it was recorded. Uh, Dee Dee Ramone, obviously mm-hmm. the Ramones, the Who's John Entwistle, Entwistle yeah. and... Um, a jazz guy, Ray Brown. I didn't know that. Yeah, I've never heard that before. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but sorry. the, um, the I need you to explain all this. The what? album they said it was recorded live. Yeah. Does I mean does that mean like they didn't like track all the drums over a month and then all right. the guitar stuff over a month? Like they played this this. These songs pretty much like in the room together. Yeah, which isn't uh, that abnormal for them. They'll they probably get all their like basics done all together and then overdub like maybe vocals or some lead guitar or stuff like that. But this one was pretty fascinating. I didn't know that they only had two sessions for for Riot Act as far as recording. Um, You know, the one in February. It's not like they were recording from february through april they recorded in february and then they came back in april and 
you know, I think Stone kind of had a hard time with this record because he wanted to do more of the polishing um, instead of just keeping. Basically, <laughs> basically, this record is a lot of not every song probably, but there's a lot of like what started off as demos, and then Eddie just cut a vocal and said, "That's it, it's done," and no yeah. coming back in and. Stone going, well, maybe I could do something different here, or is that any good? It was just like, no, we're done. This is the record kind of thing. So that's what they mean by live. Gotcha. It's a combination of a few things. I mean, um, I know you don't know specifically, but if if they were done recording, and I know there's other shit that has to happen, but they were done in April, Mm -hmm. why didn't it come out till November? I mean, is that is that a normal amount of time to do all the post production stuff, or is that kind of long? Uh, I mean, if that was all post production, then it might have been a little bit long. But you also got to look at like when they recorded and when's like from a business standpoint, when's the best time to release this album? You know, is it a yeah. early summer thing, which they couldn't okay. have gotten it done in time for that. So, so the next you know, kind of thing is like a fall or kind of holiday time release, which is obviously yeah. what they ended up going with. But so sometimes it could have been done and ready to go to stores, you know, four months before November 12th. But Ooh. they just decided they, you know, for business reasons, you know, release it in November. Right. <clears throat> gotcha. Um, you said it was Boom's, it was the first album the Boom was recording with them. Yeah. Um, you know, that could be kind of like a subconscious thing of nothing personal against him, but he's all over this album. He is, yeah. some of these songs, and maybe that's part of why I don't love these songs so much. Too much. There's a lot of that. Keys. Yeah, maybe. Huh. It's funny, too, Um, because, like, I don't, you know, hearing, now, of course, uh, well, I'm not going to say that, but, I mean, Mike described the recording of this record as positive and like really I think he said intense and spiritual mm-hmm. um and Stone had really kind of good things to say about making the record other than you know him having to be cool with it going out the door without really working too hard on it yeah um I don't know. It's it's funny, or I don't know if it's, it's ironic that like when they made No Code, a lot of them have said like we don't like that album or we didn't think it was that good, mm-hmm. and that's like one a lot of people really love, and it's the yeah. opposite with this one. Like they're all like, yeah, it was great, it was positive, you know, and uh, this one is is I know people love this album, but not a lot of people love this album. Right. You know what I mean? Sure. It's it's regularly ranked lower on most people's lists. Yeah, I would say it gets a little lost, but... Yeah. Um, well, it, so this is, you know, the first record after September 11th and after Roskilde, after the, right. the fans died, which are directly related to songs like I Am Mine and Love Boat Captain, um, which is, you know, some pretty heavy fucking subject matter. Yeah. Right? I mean, and then we know, you know, Eddie is very opinionated as far as, like, what's going on 
politically and that, you know, where we were at that time probably did not help <laughs> bring in a whole lot of positivity yeah. from his side of things anyway. You know what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. it's a pretty heavy record, I guess is the simple way to say it. But. I like the quote that he said at the time, like he said, I'm optimistic yet disillusioned. Yeah. I'm hopeful yet frustrated. Yeah. And that's a good way Sums to, yeah, sum up that time, like in <clears throat> history, in America at least. Right. You know, because after 9-11, there was a lot of like positive stuff as far as the general public like just coming together and coming together yeah yeah. but then uh, you know a year later when all that shit wore off it kind of got weird like the patriot like blind patriotism and that it's just strange yeah (laughs) it went a little nuts (laughs) for sure (laughs) um all right well you ready to get into the track by track sure all right cool well this is my my choice for um, the opener on my dream set list. Can't keep. like this one though right or no no okay all right so save <laughs> not, you um, not off to a great start okay what oh is there can you pinpoint what you don't like about it <laughs> everything i mean it's okay it, yeah it's like it slowly builds to like nothing <laughs> like it doesn't ever it never resolves it just, yeah and it's i don't know i don't really love the the drums, like the, I don't really? is it like a snare roll? He's like rolling the snare like the whole time? Is that is that the correct it's way to say a, that? Kind of a march beat type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. not so much? Okay. Mm-mm. Well, I have, I have in my notes that uh, I guess the flip side of yeah. what you were saying. Yeah, which is, praise, go ahead and praise it because I, I, I don't want to sound like an asshole. So yeah. go ahead. I like Give the fact that, it's a, that it never resolves, that it's tense the whole time. It, it never mm-hmm. kind of like drops into that, like um, uh, a release of the tem- tension. And the lyrics are tense along with it. I, Yeah, I like it as an opener for sure. I love the drums on this song. That's one of my favorite things about the song. Really weird, creepy guitars going on. Yeah, I'm I'm a fan. Yeah. Good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's all right. But okay, so you don't like the Riot Act version, but you love the Uke version, right? It's like your one of your favorite things, the ukulele <laughs> version. 
<laughs> <Are you? laughs> Wasn't that number one on your list of songs you want to see live? <laughs> yes. Yeah, the uke version. Yeah, opening yeah, opening the show with just Eddie, the uke version of Can't Keep. Right. Yeah. That's what you're hoping for yeah. in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dude, you just reminded me I was dry we were I was with this kid that was helping me the other day and I th- actually I think I got an email a single podcast theory email. So I looked at my phone, I'm like, "Oh shit." He's like, "What?" I said, "Uh, I just got an email and I was supposed to write this guy back or something, something like that." And he looked at me. He goes, "What's email?" Get the fuck out of here. You're lying to me right now. I'm not. I had the exact same reaction. And when I looked up at That's him. That's bullshit. He was fucking with you. He was fucking with me. Okay. But, dude, he fucking got me so good. <laughs> and when I looked at him, he fucking broke. And he's he said, like, you should see your face right now. Oh, I bet. It, it, was, it was fucking spectacular. So... <laughs> Well done, Brad B. No, not me. Well, well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, Matthew. Thanks, Matthew. Yeah, man. I know you don't listen, but, but thanks anyway. Thank you. Man. Thanks anyway. Right, Somewhere well, out there. I, I think you like this one, so let's move on to the next one. Save you. you like this song i do like this song a lot okay yeah and it it it, it, it goes it it goes from like huh it's not my favorite on this record it's not Mm. i don't hate it or anything don't get me wrong right right but uh now this was after like coming off the like i don't really care for can't keep this song kicks in and i'm like yeah that riff is is badass yeah yeah i'm like man i wish the I wish the record started with this song. Maybe that's what I need. I need an alternate um, track listing. There you go. Because I'm like this. Work. This song. This is this is my Pearl Jam. This song, and the lyrics. I know Eddie's been quoted as saying it's it's basically about watching a friend like kill themselves with drugs, right? right? Mm-hmm. Um. But I, I always, when I hear the song and the words to it, like I relate it to my best friend Don, like, not literally, but like him singing this song to me, right? Like trying to pump me up and trying to get me out of when I get like depressed and shit, right? That's like I can see him saying these things to me. Nice little kick in the ass. And it just, yeah, yeah, and it's like. 
I get a good feeling that this dude cares about me. Yeah, it's nice. And it's just the fucking song rocks. I mean, that riff is crazy, and Matt is nuts. I mean, it's just it's great. Yeah, and that's one where the whole band has writing credit for that one. They must have just kind yeah. of jammed that shit out. Um, yeah, it's funny. I don't really have a whole lot to say about this song. It's, mm. I mean, it's cool. I like it. Like I said, I love the yeah. riff. Um, I like most of the vocals. I Actually, if I had any critique, I just the chorus just doesn't really do that much for me. All the swearing? Yeah, I really, it really turns me Is that what bothers off. you? Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's a great you song. You know, they... This was um, this was this was released as a single, wasn't it? I'm sure it was. I don't know. We're terrible, terrible pro well, really, fans. To be honest with you, I mean, at, by this point in their career, I was kind of. I mean, singles didn't really mean anything. Yeah, at that that's point, true. and like, it was their second single. Oh, it was early, so they just had yeah, to, and like, they. I remember they it. played it. He, you know what? He would sing Cuff You. Oh. I was remember yeah, I saw him do like that on a late show or something. Yeah, Letterman. That's yeah. what I was just going to say. I remember... Because I remember thinking, like, how are they, how is he going to play... How are they going to sing that song? And he's saying Cuff You. And I'm yeah. like, Eddie's a fucking genius. <laughs> he turned the, the word around backwards. <laughs> yeah. God damn it, Eddie. He got You're me so again. Good. He got me again. Swoon. Oh, God. I love it. Brad doesn't know. All right, so at some point this will come out, too. Yeah. Uh, it took us a long time I know to get about to say. something was going on. Technically, we're having some difficulties. He couldn't hear me, but I could hear him. Oh. And yeah. I, so I went ahead and hit record, and it's just it's just silent except for Brad trying to talk to me, talking to himself. And then at one point I hear you go, Something like, I'll have to find it. Oh, there's it. Uh, Eddie Swoon. He's just this grown-ass man in his room by himself talking about Eddie I was Eddie trying Dutter. to, I was making sure I was getting sound, so I put YouTube on uh, and put Unplugged on. Oh. No, that's what I was watching, Unplugged. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> to test my uh, headphones. So... Oh, all right, let's move on to number three, uh, Love Boat mm. Captain. Is this just another day? This God-forgotten place First comes love and then comes pain Let the games begin Questions rise and answers fall Insurmountable Love boat captain Take the reins and steer us towards the clear yeah. It's already I bet you hate this song. I, this is the this is this is the big one that I feel really bad about not liking. You because, it's, it's like you wish you could like it, but yeah, you can't. Yeah, because I know people love it, and I know it's. I mean, it's about 
the uh, the nine friends that died. You know what I mean? Right. And he he says that in the song, and it's just like for that. I mean, I like I love the lyrics. I love what he's the idea of what the song is about. Right. You know what I mean? All you need is love. Love is all you need. Fuck yeah! I'm totally. I love that, but I just <laughs> I don't love the song. Huh. You know? Yeah, this is definitely one of my favorites on the record. Yeah, and I know people love it, and I get it. But I just I'm not into it. You know what else? I I hate the title. <laughs> Love boat captain. Like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> is he referencing the fucking Captain Steubing? <laughs> you're laughing, Maybe, but I'm serious. Like, <laughs> just every aspect of the song, you're just like, what the fuck. <laughs> Well, yeah, oh, well, we can I, both agree that the lyric is great, right? It, yes, yeah, definitely. Because um, I like the music as well and the melody, and but he has got a couple lines that have always stuck with me, like the, um, what is it, the "love me and make it the truth." I think that's a pretty mm-hmm. fucking cool line. And then just you know, one of those ways in which for me, um, whether he's literally saying the same thing in the same context or not doesn't really matter, but. You know, sometimes a singer or a songwriter writes a lyric that you just kind of feel like it's speaking for you kind of thing, or you feel the exact same way. You know what I mean? Yeah. That whole, uh, to the universe, I don't mean a thing section uh, of the song, I always loved that. Because it don't give a fuck about me. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a perfectly serviceable, like, just middle of the road kind of rock song hmm. yeah so, okay so it's, it's like bland I mean. I don't, to you yeah I don't hate it don't get me wrong I don't hate it but I don't like love it either that's alright you don't have to love so, it but I do, you can like, even hate yeah. it Brad if you want to yeah I don't I, I mean I don't hate it it's not it's not it's no dissident oh my god <laughs> I'm out but but I mean, like the the these words and the young, they can lose hope because they can't see beyond today. The wisdom that the old can't give away. Yeah, that I've always been fascinated with, like being my age and trying to tell or show my kids, like when I was a kid, I saw adults as like aliens but now that i'm an adult i'm like the same person i was when i was 10 right so like try to like explain to them like it's not you're not different and you're not going to be like a different totally different person in 20 years i don't even know if that makes sense but like what i'm trying to say is what eddie says perfectly i hear that so yeah that's one of my favorite lyrics too I'm glad you brought that one up. Um, and we mentioned the Ross Golden reference, right? But mm-hmm. and he wrote that one yeah. with Boom. Eddie wrote that one with Boom. Yeah, he t- the uh, Boom tells a story, or I don't know if it's a story, but like he's talking about how he lived in Hawaii and he was just like a musician and he didn't really know like Eddie Vedder Pearl Jam. Right. He just thought of Eddie as his like buddy, his surfing musician buddy. Um, 
and then they kind of jammed and Eddie was like are you ready to come hang out in Seattle and then he like realized like who this guy was <laughs> that's amazing you know so <laughs> oh god I love boom um, alright next up crop duster I'm just. Uh, what's your temperature on this one, Brad B? Um, it's better than Love Boat Captain. <laughs> but it's kind of like I don't love it. I don't hate it. It's a perfectly serviceable rock song that I don't love. <laughs> All right. What's a Matt Cameron song? Through and yeah. through. Yeah. Um, now, a, I will... Can I... I I'll, well, let's hear. What do you think of the Crop Duster? I like the song. Okay. I think it's another good lyric from Eddie. That, that's one thing. I think Eddie's lyrics are good on this record. I do get the the feeling... Uh, this isn't where I put my notes. I don't... No, it's it's the next song. But Which I like the next yeah. song, too. But... Um, I remember I was out on a tour uh, a year or two ago, and it was me and Clint were on the same tour, and I decided I was going to listen to Riot Act that day because I hadn't listened to it in a long time. And I do remember getting this feeling that, like, um, the band had these riffs and chord changes and parts and stuff for a lot of these songs, and Eddie comes in probably with, like, a notebook with bunch of lyric ideas written down and he just kind of would grab one and sing it on top of the music and like that's it kind of like not work on it anymore i'm not saying right. that's what happened but yeah. that's how it kind of felt you know what i mean so yeah. i think sometimes in this um record if i was going to critique something it would just be that sometimes like the lyrics are almost better just to read on a page in some ways than how they fit into the songs. That's, I feel like there's a couple know, awkward moments lyrically. Trying to find positive things to say about these songs, that's kind of what I did. Like I just would read the words, you know? Yeah. Find lyrics like, that you I, like. I do, yeah, I do, I do like what he's saying in most of these songs. And this song too, like the pre chorus. And the chorus, like the everyone is practicing, mm-hmm. and then the like. I thought the world turns out the world thought me. Like I, I'd like that stuff. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you. I'm sure if you listen, you but you might not know off the top of your head. Like the guitar in the first verse, and yeah. the guitar in the second verse are different. Right. Um, and I, I love that second part. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's kind of like the first a half shuffle. of the second verse is a little bit different, I think, right? Yeah, right. Okay. It's kind of—I mean, the during the first verse, he's kind of like plucking the strings, and then in the second verse, he's like oh, kind of doing, like doing a, the like stabs. A, yeah, gang, yeah, yeah, like a gang, like a funky gang. shuffle. Yeah, kind of it's thing. like yeah. an old, almost like a take on an R and B kind of. 
Mm-hmm. I I that after the cor- the first chorus, like the song kind of picks up for me. Yeah. Just in that simple change in the guitar, it kind of is like a shuffle kind of thing. Well, and you know it's Matt because the time signature is seven four. Right. <laughs> so it's like a odd time signature thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which totally works. Yeah. But... It's it's. I mean. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's let's maybe move on to Ghost then. Okay. I'm just gonna let you start each one, because I, I don't. Uh, what, did you, what did you got about this one? I I like Ghost. Cool. I All do. Right. They. I do like this song. That dirty kind of, that dirty riff. Yeah, it's super dirty. Yeah, man. You know me. I love the ladies. <laughs> I, I love getting dirty. Oh my god. <laughs> You fucking creep. <laughs> I am. No, you're I'm not. I'm so creepy. No, no um, dude. I, this is one of the better the better tracks on the song, uh, on the album. Yeah, I think, and this is one, this is one where I put in my notes, like, I love this song, but if I was going to have a critique, which I guess I don't have to, it does feel a little kind of rambly and droney. Like, it never totally, like, gets to where you feel like it wants to go it doesn't mm. feel like there's a the payoff See, that you want out of it but. <laughs> it's funny because that's kind of like that's how you feel my the whole record of, oh, no, well <laughs> but specifically can't keep mm-hmm. like that's what i was saying about can't keep and now we've like switched places because i like that this is kind of a simple a simple drum beat a simple kind of droning on riff right guitar riff you know and I love the like, um, away, away. Yeah. That part of the, I don't know, that's the chorus. Would that be the chorus? I guess so. It's uh, See, that's the thing anyway. about this record, too. And I think th- maybe this uh, speaks specifically to what we've kind of been touching on is that uh, a lot of the choruses on this record almost feel like anti choruses. Like, they could be. If you were going to be real general about, it's more like a pre-chorus. Yeah. And it never gets to a chorus kind yeah. of moments yeah. on this record, you know? Yeah, none of the songs really have like a specific structure, like basic structure, I guess. So, yeah, I mean, some of them do, but like the next few do. But yeah, um, but yeah, I hear what you're saying, totally. Um, but this song, I, I think, I don't know. I, th- I think... A lot of people don't like this song. I don't know why. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't had too many conversations about this song, to be honest with you. Just online. You know, the yeah, online yeah, no, I hear crazies. Well, it's it cool. seems like this song comes up a lot. People on like Facebook or on like, Reddit. 
Like, a fucking ghost. What? A, that's the worst song I've ever heard. I'm like... Oh, uh, yeah, I don't feel that way about it. I, yeah. Um, and I don't understand... I don't get it. I don't understand why people say that. Yeah, it seems a little unfair. Of all the songs that you could be that way about, I don't feel, right. feel like this right. is one to really do that. But uh, it is cool that, I mean, Jeff was a co-writer in the lyrics. I mean, it, the, all the music is Jeff, but he did co-write lyrics with, with Eddie on this one, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, all right, let's go ahead and do this. <clears throat> Next track, I Am Mine. So I know you don't like this song, and we've talked about it a couple <laughs> yeah. times. We haven't gone into too much depth about it, but I, you know, not to be a judgy asshole, but what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm a Martian, dude. <laughs> I don't know. It's too slow, and it's just the, like... Oh, my God, Brad. You like so many <laughs> slow Pearl Jam songs. Don't say I know. It, that it's because it's slow. It's kind of like a a bad campfire jam. A bad campfire jam. Ugh. Like I know. Do you say shit like that on purpose <laughs> just to get my dander up? Yes. No, dude. I I, I don't right. know. I don't know how else to. It's again. It's another like meh song. But like the lyrics and the idea of what he's trying to say are, are great, but I just don't. I just don't like the song part of it. God. <laughs> the chorus is so. I mean, it's like you could kind of argue this is the first like great chorus of the record. You know, maybe this and Love Boat Captain, you could. your other favorite. Um, I mean, I feel like I've talked a lot on this podcast about this song, but. I mean, yeah. it's it's up there for me. I love this song. I love the lyrics. Yeah. And this 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 is the other one, like the two big songs that people fucking love that I don't. Yeah. This is the other. Like I feel bad. People have this tattooed, like I am mine tattooed on their bodies. Like I see it all the time. Right. Online, people that this. I just got my new tattoo. And I'm like, oh, it's well, so like just to help you add insult to injury. I bet you love the solo section of this song, <laughs> the guitar solo. 
Uh, I mean, I'd it's, have to it's, hear it's, 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 it's dissident I vibes. Recall. Oh, yeah, okay. Really kind of like Southern Rocky Blues kind of mm. solo section. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <sighs> I'm sorry, I am mine fans, uh, because I do get like the the simple I don't know simple simple meaning of what he's saying, you know, like the time in between is mine or whatever. Like that's that's a pretty cool idea, you know. Like you're born and you're gonna die, so in the middle, use that fucking time for yourself. Yeah, and I get that. I mean, what's the ocean is full because everyone's crying. The full moon is looking for friends at high tide. The sorrow grows bigger when the sorrow's denied. I only know my mind. That is a great goddamn lyric and a great yeah. goddamn song. But the You're way wrong, he Brad sing, B. the way <laughs> the, <laughs> I'll stop yep. digging. I'm in a hole. No, I know. I'm totally fucking with you. But I know. I mean, I really don't understand. But I'm totally fucking with you. I. But that, the way he sings those words, the yeah. like sing songy. Okay, we should move on. It's like a, it's like a pirate shanty. I just got the hot sweats. Let's move on to the next song. You might not want to. Oh God! Thumbing my way. Let's do it. You don't like so, this one. I am mine. I wrote too slow for me. Do you know what I wrote for thumbing my way? <laughs> what? Way too slow <laughs> for me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. I get that. I get that. I can see that. This of all the songs that kind of fit into this kind of category of this, like, you know, because I think there's like one electric guitar that kind of pops in and out throughout the song it's all acoustic guitars and like drums with brushes and eddie never really gets super intense or anything right Um, this is kind of like a like a sequel to off he goes yeah yeah it totally fits into that little batch of songs lyrically and yeah Yeah. now i love that song yeah okay I, i mean it's Again, this album is filled with I don't hate this song, but I don't love it. Okay. Well, all right. I give up. <laughs> I don't know how to do this right now. Okay, well, we're all right. All right, so we'll just no, leave keep, thumbing just, well. Dude, power, power through because we're about to get into it. No, oh, I know. We're about to get a happy, a happy 
song mm-hmm. for us, but Happy Brad B. No, I just I mean this is an all you know Thumbing My Way. It's all Eddie Vedder. I mean it's his song. I mean which is obvious by listening to it, but um, I don't know. To me, it's just kind of classic acoustic Eddie. I love this song, but I will. Mm. Why am I trying to like help you out? I don't know why no, I'm trying dude. to make you feel better. I guess look, I've had I've had 15 years to to sit and ponder this album. Right, you're not you're not bringing me back no i hear you no so, and i'm not trying to but dude praise it give it give it give it give the people well and one thing that i th- was thinking about earlier today um the last listen through i did was you know if you were to put you know this song up against the other songs of its kin like an off he goes or something like mm-hmm. that it's definitely not the strongest one um i would agree with that but I do think it's a great song. It's got a, again, like great lyrics, a great narrative to the song. Um, I like that it's like all acoustic for the most part, which they don't do a ton of, you know. Right. Um, I mean, even if Stone and Eddie are playing acoustics on something, Mike's usually still got the electric on. So, uh, yeah. But I love that song. So let's move on to one that we both love, which is "You Are." Again, I mean, I don't even know what else to say about this song because we have yeah. talked about this song so fucking much. Yeah, because we love That's, it. Uh, side two, side two kicks off with that fucking weird reverby guitar and drum. Yeah, that again. I know we talked about it, but explain to me. That's a guitar being played through a drum machine. Is that like a sequencer kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just I with like reverb on it. It's it's incredible. It's such a fucking cool, weird Matt Cameron song. Yeah. Well, and I know we lyrics. mentioned. Yeah, totally. Well, I know we mentioned before too, but that guitar that we love was lifted straight from his demo. You know, like they didn't go back and re-record based yeah. off his demo. They took that guitar part f- from his demo, and that's kind of what they played to, which is pretty fucking cool. Um. Yeah, I just have, like, in all caps, love it. It's, uh... Yeah. Yeah, like you said, Cameron helping out, Matt Cameron helping out with the, the lyrics with Eddie and all the music is Matt's. Um, I mean, that spot, again, I've said it before, when, when he sings the lyric, 
Love is a Tower and You're the Key, just that lift right there, but it's still yeah. fucking creepy and groovy. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's it's a weird song. That's I mean, it sounds weird. Yeah. I mean, the bridge is super cool and fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The Mike Whale Call guitar sounds at the end of yeah. the song, just that really vibey, ethereal stuff. <laughs> Sorry, I had to bring that back. <laughs> yeah. Everyone that's new to the podcast, I know that it's ethereal. This is an yes. old inside joke we're bringing <laughs> He's back. He's making fun of me. Yes, before. I am. Um, Which I'm fine with. Yeah, I, I think there's just a lot of power. It's such a slow tempo and such groove. It kicks yeah, I ass mean, live. People, you want an I am mine tattoo? How about uh, I'm the shoreline, but you're the sea? That's your goddamn tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Do you hear that, everybody? Get that tattoo. Brad B says so. Hey, all all what do you call it uh full disclosure is that how you say it yeah i think i have a tattoo that is fucking awful and i hate so i'm allowed to make fun of other people's tattoos well you want to get one you want to get a bowl of nachos <laughs> tattooed on your body right yeah but that would be awesome <laughs> no not a bowl of nachos no, no it's a like a chip a an- anthropomorphic chip uh-huh so uh, like a a, ch- a a tortilla chip with human-like qualities yeah, yes oh my yes. god brad that's a terrible yeah. idea no well, where would you get no. it i forgot uh you don't want to say like, no i no on uh on one of my legs oh like the like the side or like my calf okay all right well it's kind of weird, but hey, man, do your thing. <laughs> I fucking support it. Um, it's that or I am mine. <laughs> God, that would... Man, I'm going to... I must sound like the biggest douchebag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Um, yes, we're huge fans of you are. Um, so yeah. let's move on to Get Right. Like this one? Yeah, fuck yeah. Okay, another rocker. All right, another cool. rocking weird guitar sound like that. Beep, 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 beep. Like, what is that? What's he, what's going on there? The what? The weird, the like, weird oh, that one note that just sound. keeps, yeah. Nah, 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 nah. I mean, I don't yeah. think it's anything crazy. He's just doing like an octave thing, probably unlike is he, the root or the fifth or something. Is he just holding? That note? One of the guitars is, yeah. Okay, alright. I don't know who's doing it, but yes. Yeah. It's just that one note while the, all the that, other changes like, keep moving. That that weird sound with 
Jeff's bass line just yeah. fucking ripping through underneath. Is... Dude, Jeff is so good. Yeah. He's great on this yeah. record, too. He's great on yeah. all the records, I think. I don't think I've ever listened to a Pearl Jam record and been like, Jeff, what are you doing, man? You know no. what I mean? He's always <laughs> no. a badass. Yeah. Um, but those, in those, go on. No, nothing. I was just going to say this song, like, I don't have super big attachments to the song or anything, but I, I, as far as this record goes, it's another one of my favorites on this record. And it, it's yeah. like much needed uh, place to kind of pick up some energy a little bit, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Oh, and those fucking hand claps? Yeah. Like the, I just, I don't know. It's so fun. Yeah, and this is one too that I thought I didn't know this, but Matt wrote everything. Matt wrote the lyrics and the music for this one, which mm. I did not know that literally until today. It's yeah, pretty cool. Matt is fucking like unsung hero. He's the shit. Yeah. Um. All right, let's go to Green Disease. positivity at the end of the record uh, yeah here. all right yeah. cool oh just wait yeah but go oh, it gets on. better yeah i think so yeah oh fuck yeah man i think i'm gonna all surprise right. you here come on <laughs> no i do i like this song a lot yeah this is an all eddie song um yeah. it's got a really interesting it- chorus and maybe it's an interesting chorus because it's not really a chorus i don't, I don't know um there's sections where there's just unless he's just playing really high up in the neck, it sounds like there's not really any bass for like turnarounds and stuff like that, which I thought was really interesting. But um, I don't know. I love it. And I did not know until today that he's spelling out the word greed with a D at the end when he's doing that G R E E. Oh, really? I th- I thought he was spelling out green because the song's called Green Disease. Yeah, man. So when I like brought up the lyrics, it's spelled out with a D at the end. I'm like, <laughs> I'm so fucking dumb. <laughs> um, excuse me. I have one question. Why am I a fucking idiot? <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> Oh, oh, Brad! It's late. <laughs> oh, oh, God! Yeah, we are so. Uh, yeah. All right. No, uh, this is. I mean, this is. Uh, Eddie always shines on his lyrics that don't like. They have two meanings. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The double entendre. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Let's move on to help. Help.
Do you like help help? I do. Oh, okay. Uh, did you have to think this, about it for a second? What was that? Yeah. I do. Or were no, you fucking around on your computer? Your 15 no, windows I was, open. No, I was, I was giving you... <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> I was looking up corn lyrics. Did <laughs> um. <laughs> just say... <laughs> it says Jonathan dot dot mouth orgasms. <laughs> Fieldy is such a good bass player. <laughs> clang, 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 clang. Are you going to play some notes, bud? What? Clang, <laughs> clang, 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 clang. Oh, God. Let's never talk about corn again. <laughs> no, to go back to why why I paused, I was, I was doing, like, built-in editing. I was letting you put the song in there. Oh. oh, okay. Thanks, so, bud. You're welcome. That was really sweet. <laughs> such a I sweet hope you heart. feel really bad now about making fun of me. What song are we talking about again? Help, help. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is just a weird Ament, Jeff Ament song, and I hadn't listened to this song in a long time. Yeah, it's but weird. It's a lot better than I remember. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, no, I mean, it is. It's not, it's not great, but it's it's weird, but it's good enough that I'm like, I you know, I should have I should have listened to this more over the years. That's good to hear. That's cool. So you kind of turned so, the corner a little bit on a yeah, right act song. Yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's super strange, but I like it too. The, Eddie's vocals weird. Um, cool pre-chorus. Really unnerving chorus. Is, I mean, it, it can be a good thing when a song can kind of stress you out a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's talk about Bush Leaguer, dude. Mr. I don't like politics, even though you have lots of thoughts and ideas on politics and feelings. Uh, yeah. This one, you, I'm assuming, didn't really tickle your fancy. Back in the day, no. Oh, okay. But I, this, along with Help Help, like, I should have I listened to this. I should have paid more attention to this song over the years. Because listening to it this last week, I'm like, you know, this song is pretty, pretty cool, like, musically. I don't know if it's the the podcast or what, man, but I'm really starting to kind of like open myself up a lot more than I thought I would to the quote unquote weirder stuff. Yeah. You know, I never hated this song. I mean, I didn't hate it, but, you know, the whole like I hate politics, like I'm not I'm not a Bush supporter. I doubt I would be considered a Republican, but. When the song came out, I was just like, I don't want to hear it. I don't care. You know what I mean? Yeah. And not because I'm like, oh, fuck them. They're making fun of Bush. 
I I don't give a shit about that. I just like just they're doing politics, and I don't I don't want to hear it. You know. Yeah. Well, and at that time too, it was like it's kind of well, yeah, like yeah. it is now. It's like all you heard yeah. about was yes, exactly. You know. So I didn't really pay attention, but good God, man, listening to it today, uh, I don't know if I care so much of the like uh, slam poetry verses. <laughs> Yeah. But like the fucking blackout weaves its way through the city. Yeah, dude. Like, that shit is killer. Yeah. Some stunning awesome shit. I remember when you sang that song about today, that whole that I mean, holy shit. It's a good song. It's good stuff, man. Him and Stone. Yeah. It's 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 a cool song. But yeah, the the just the politicalness of it and the 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 verses of him like yeah clicking his snapping his fingers <laughs> and his decanter right. yes exactly um, his ha- what is that hat with the little nipple on the top that, like French the nipple hat the fr- <laughs> what do you mean that French hat that French hat yeah the nipple hat yeah <laughs> oh, is that they that's call what it's it? called what's, he, what's, what's that's what they call it in France the nipple hat yeah, that's what they, how they do. <laughs> okay, God, well, when I asked them for that, they looked at me like I was crazy. You're telling me that's what they call it? Oh no, you should definitely go back there and do that again. <laughs> okay. Ask them for that again. <laughs> Maybe try the accent this time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's what it was. I was doing it in my yeah. My you, were, Chicago. you were like, sh- where's that like nipple, nipple hat? hat? Chicago the nipple hat. <laughs> I'm from Chicago. You can't just walk into a place and say oh, nipple hat Chicago. Now I, okay, now I got it. All right, it was your it was your delivery, man. That's probably what it was. Um, all right, uh, probably. All right, let's do arc. actually pretty good brad yeah i mean not it wasn't that song but you were doing some i think you got some quarter tones going on in there yes something yeah i mean this is one of those like hey eddie buddy i'm glad you explored it i'm glad you did it i'm glad you put it on record let's move on yeah all or none dude what are you? Great, great fucking slow burn of a song. Oh, Love I'm it. I'm so glad that we're ending on a yeah, positive dude. note here. Yeah, this song is great. It's up there with uh, Immortality and Indifference. Ooh, it's just, really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't put it that oh, yeah. high up, but I love this song. Oh, man. I love it. What, so why good. is it, man, up there with, did you say Indifference and Immortality? Wait, what, you we, said? what song are we talking about? Is I, did all, we, did we skip a song? Oh, okay, yeah. Did we? we skipped half full. Oh, my bad. So that's what I didn't turn up. my page. Yeah. Oh, okay. We were talking about two different I'm things. I'm uh, east uh, of Omaha. All right. 
sorry. What was that? <laughs> Do that again. Let's turn a page. Turn a page. <laughs> So where are we now? Okay. Uh, All right, half full. Half full. What you think? Uh, Jeff wrote that, right? Uh, I'm pretty Jeff sure. Did, yes. Jeff did. All, I I like that song. Yeah, it's kind of like bl- bluesy, bluesy rocker. Definitely, yeah. Uh, but even of though course, it's got you the don't like of, that, but now you like this one. But moving on. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's kind of got a whiny guitar in the beginning. God, I'm so sorry to cut you off, but this one I'm gonna. Uh, I, I need to. I should have brought a pen in here. I'm gonna make a compilation for when we hit one year, where you go. I take one little snippet where you're like, "Yeah, man, it's awesome. It's all bluesy and it just fucking rocks, man." And then the next one it'll be like, "Oh no, I don't. It's bluesy. I don't really like bluesy. It's like they're like jamming and stuff." <laughs> You're just completely <laughs> contradicting yourself I all know. the time. I'm just a big old hypocrite. <laughs> That's you, hypocrite Brad. <laughs> oh, man. No, I shouldn't like this song, but I do. That's good. You're right. I like it's, it. It, You're right. It's a song that I wouldn't normally like, but yeah, I like it. All right. And Matt's bass drum kind of sticks out to me. I don't know if, if you've noticed that, but it seems like it's louder maybe huh i'll have to go back and pay attention yeah. but yeah but Nothing's... mike's fucking solo yeah he definitely rips it i mean yeah it's a great song yeah yeah it's it's a fun one i'm down with it i'm like and middle of the road see, with it come on don't see some men as half empty see them half full of shit <laughs> like the just the way he sings that part i'm like yeah yeah those, i think it's just fucking, to be honest with those you those fucking empty suits Man, you're getting angry over there. Uh, yeah, yeah, this I is one like I haven't. Side, spent, I like side two. I haven't spent a whole lot of time with this song, so I don't have as much to say about it. I like it, but um, I'm pretty sure. Let me look at something before I say. It. Yeah, they played this in Lexington, and I've listened to that Lexington show a lot over the last two years, mm. and so I've kind of I'm f- more familiar with this song probably than any of the other ones on this well besides you are hmm. but yeah i like the song cool all right well now let's get to all or none
arc. Weirdy. <laughs> Are you joking with me right now? Uh, half joking. Well, I mean, we already talked next... about it. Yeah. All right. I mean, do you really have? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, it's so late. <laughs> I feel like I'm losing my mind. You're trying to sing Indian music in my ears. Your poor you family. Are your dogs we, barking yet? <laughs> can we do? Can oh, dude? What? This is not can, usually does not go well when I hear you say that. Because isn't Ark like five different vocal tracks and then he mixed them together? Oh, it's a bunch. Yeah, that's probably. Can you fucking let's do it? I will record what? myself and you mix it together. Oh my god! Do the Brad B. All right, send me the tracks. Cover. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna fucking listen to the song. It's gonna be unlistenable. My... <laughs> <laughs> so as long as you're cool with that. You didn't. You didn't even give me a chance. <laughs> All right, I'll give you. Uh, we'll give it a chance. Hey. Hey, come here. My daughter just walked in. Look oh. at your shirt. That's so cool. <laughs> she's laughing. She's making fun of me. That shirt. <laughs> is that how I? Is that how I laugh? Yes, that's what I come in. Say hello. Oh, Say I'm hello so back. glad this is going on the podcast. And everybody needs to hear this because I'm great. You are great. Thanks. How's work? I love that shirt. Where did Thanks. you get that? I got it at Target. That's so cool. Thanks. I like this part. Yeah, it's got some moons on it. What? <laughs> 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 she just turned around and mooned me. Oh, not God. for real, but like she like I'm so tired. pretended. Yeah, me too. Give me a hug. I love you. How's work? Great slow burn of a song. Yeah, I love this. It's this up is a there. It's up. It's up there with immortality and yeah. indifference. So let's get back to that. Really? For me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, right? I mean, Isn't I'm that just the saying... two? That's the that's the, I get those fucked up. That's the two songs that close out verses and vitology, right? Yeah. Indifference and immortality. Yeah. Okay. Because there's know. another song I think on binaural. There's lots of songs on binaural. What do you mean? <laughs> Insignificance. What about it? I get that confused with indifference. Because oh. it's insignificance. Gotcha. <clears throat> so I wasn't sure if I was saying the right song. But yes, Immortality and Indifference. Yeah, it's that real, like, just chill, turn the lights off, smoke a cigarette. Yeah. Just contemplate, contemplate life. Yeah, man. Like, all these years, I've just loved this band. And now they're playing this song, and it's like, it's like, won't someone save the world? <laughs> oh, my God. You need to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> it's nine night time for Blazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no. Yeah. This that does that song. This song doesn't do that for you like those do. Uh, not to the extent that those do. No, but I love this song. I mean, this chorus well, gets stuck uh, in my head yeah. all the time. I mean, if I had to rank them, it would be third out of those three. Right. But okay. Well, it's then up there. It's okay. Yeah. Cool. I love the chorus. It gets stuck in my head a lot. I'm glad you agree with me. Oh yeah. We're brothers. Oh. Um, it's one that I don't think to, like, seek out, but every time it ends up coming on, whether it's, like, on a shuffle or something like that, right. I get super stoked. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a bitchin' song. Absolutely. 
Um, well, I'm glad we made it through a record that you're not that. I mean, like you said, you don't like hate the record, but you know, yeah, it's not up there for you. It's not a turd. It's not fucking like Lulu. You know, Metallica's <laughs> Lulu or Saint Anger. Right. You know what I mean? Sure. Uh, but I just don't. I don't love it overall. Like. Like Lightning Bolt. Like, I don't love every song on Lightning Bolt, but mm-hmm. I'm much more hyped up about listening to that than this. Or Avocado. Than yeah, this. that makes sense. I get that. So, but goddamn, dude, those. You are and um, Get Right and Green Disease. Like, that's a, that's a pretty good triple play of songs. Yeah, there's some barn burners on this one for sure. Well, we did it, my friend. We, got only, we only got a couple records left to do. I know. It's crazy. Um, well, thank you guys again so much for listening. If you'd like to support the show, check us out. Uh, go to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. You can email us. The email address is singlepodcasttheory at gmail.com or on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, The Porch, all that good stuff. So come say hi. Uh, you got anything else, bud? I think that's it. All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys next week. I'm Brad Hey, Lyon. hold on. Oh, God. I knew it. Thank you, Janine. Oh, we didn't say For this, this week's month. intro. Yeah, that's right. Do you, Dude, you got to cut something in. Let's We'll just cut something right now. Like, And thanks to Janine for the intro. Right. Put, okay, cool. Put that, put that back in the beginning. Well, that sounded really <laughs> fake and sarcastic. <laughs> Like it was a like a I, fuck you, Janon. No, you, you gotta cut that. I didn't mean it like that. I no, meant I know what you're saying. Like sarcastically because we're doing it at the end. Mm-hmm. But I the meaning of it is like thank you so much. No, yeah. for doing an intro. And I'm leaving all this in by the way. So right. <laughs> I um, feel awful. I feel awful that Brad Lyons fucked up and didn't ever put it in. Yeah. Okay, that's all right. I'll eat the <laughs> shit sandwich that, this time, gonna, Brad B. You gonna leave that in? Yep, I am. <laughs> so everyone can hear how vindictive you are. I told him over and over. I told you over and over to put it in, and I was like every week, like, why didn't he put it in again? All right, you're getting a dick punch next time I see you. <laughs> that's a fact. <laughs> no, dude, uh, we love you, Janon. Thank you. No, for... seriously, thanks, Janon. And um, I don't know how we. I don't know how it got thrown out of the rotation. We talked about it, and we don't know what happened. Yeah, because we like terrible people. I think we called each other when you sent it. We're like, oh my god, yeah, it was like one of our favorites. Um, Yeah, but yeah. Speaking of intros, like, come on, people, record an intro. Yeah, give us more intros. Email in. Just do it on your uh, voice memos if you have an iPhone and do it on your yeah. Uh, I don't know what the app is for the for Android, but I know that you got to have silly Androids. Oh God. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> all right, cool. Well, thanks again, Janon. Um, thanks for everyone writing in. Thanks for listening. And right. until next week, I'm Brad Lyons. And I'm Brad Blazek saying, baby, let yourself fall. I'm right below you now. Oh, trust fall. Thanks, hon. <laughs> Peace. Out. Oh, later. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Oh God! It's too How do we late, have a man. show? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, that was fun, that right? though. I had a good time. Yeah. All right.